0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott in with the one, the only, Choice Woodman. Ben Porman behind the glass, taking care of us. Uh, it is a 3-2 and two start for the Red Raiders uh, after falling to Oregon State. They beat UT Arlington yesterday, and after 5, I've uh, seen some good, seen some bad, but I think overall, pretty decent foot forward uh, to start the year for Red Raider baseball. Red Raider basketball last night, uh, cardiac kids, holy cow, 82-81 win. Boy. Over TCU without Warren Washington. Hey, we're live from the first United Bank Studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number's 806-771-0973. You can also hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions from all the action. Boy, a wild 24 hours uh, since we've been off the air. Take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. And you can also stream us live on Fox 34 News now and on YouTube. You can also follow us. On the social medias, double t 973 on Facebook and Twitter. Choice, how art
2: thou? I am decent. Wish uh, Tech baseball would have got a win today, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to overreact to one game or even one weekend in Arlington, extended weekend in Arlington, because uh, it's baseball. But um, I'm pretty good. Last night was fun. <laughs> well, the... The tech basketball side of things was fun, so. Yeah, well, baseball was fun yesterday, too. Well, I was just talking about where I was, wasn't it Oh, about, oh yeah. I've already forgotten that. Tech, tech basketball was, uh, that. I say it was fun. It was more like, you know, you know twist your insides up for two mm. hours and then have fun at the very end. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that was good. Still, I mean, this team is so much fun. And, and I don't know if I just got so beat up by last year's team and what, you went through as a Tech fan last year. Um, it wasn't that you just had a bad basketball team. It was that all of the, the extra that came with that team and all of the stories you hear and all of the the selfishness you hear about. Um, so seeing a team that's basically the opposite of that this year and fighting and clawing to win games, I, I, think, I think TCU is a more talented basketball team than Texas Tech mm-hmm. right now and you're still finding a way to win against more talented teams. So, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying what Coach McCaslin has done in year one a ton. And, again, it was, it was a swing game yesterday, and you've swung back into the fight for a Big 12 title. Well, are you going to win one? Probably not. Are you going to finish t- top five? Winning last night helps you uh, a lot towards that. The season ended today. You, you leapfrogged over Kansas uh, to be that fourth team for that, the double bond. which is huge, yeah.
1: and and we haven't. We're just getting into the mode of thinking about the Big Twelve tournament, right? Yeah, like you still have and five. five, five games f- away. You still got five big games in front of you before you get there. But if you are doing the long haul view and you're doing the tournament seating view uh, as far as the NCAA tournament, um you're jumping into that fourth spot. It's massive because I mean who knows how much you can help yourself with a better finish, better round finish in the conference tournament. And it's going to help you do that if you can miss a couple of games because you're in that one, two, three, four seed line in the conference. And and by the way, in that one, two, three, four line, you still got Baylor and they're on that one, two, three, four line. So you've got teams yeah. that you're playing that will help you. Sure. That you can take out yourself, um, but you're right. I, I think You know, you talked about that being a swing game yesterday and completely agreed, especially when it it, it seems to me in the mess of the Big 12, you and TCU have had a very similar season as far as wins and losses, not like who you've missed and who's been out and who's had the flu and who's been walking in a boot or anything like that, Um, but similar talent levels to me. it was very satisfying to see Jamie Dixon go through a swing of emotions. If you believe in brain games oh to like help, you know, your mind right stay sharp. Number games, word games, spelling games, all that stuff, little daily puzzles that some people will do to get your mind right, watching this version of Texas Tech basketball might do the opposite and make your brain melt because it is just stress inducing and then in the end just complete joy and just ballistic happiness yep. because the the graph like the the analytics and the uh the graphs when you see win percentage has been phenomenal for Texas Tech i think late you were like 94.9% Another going to lose those, that yeah. game it is incredible that it's not just once that you've done this Yeah i this think year. this is
2: the fifth or sixth game that you've had an 88% or worse or chance words. to lose a game And and you found a way to do
1: it. And and that's what I think. Even though you lose to Iowa State, that's a great example of that because not very many people, not very many teams, excuse me, would have even survived the first half that you went through, let alone made it a game. Now that's not the one you're shining a light on because you don't win it. But that is just a, a continued sign that, one, your best basketball, and maybe the other side of this is, hey, can we figure it out a little earlier, but your best basketball uh, tends to be played in the most stressful of times uh, of the game, and in the most important parts of the game, uh, and that is ten minutes and under. The other side, too. Grant McCaslin can flat out coach.
2: No arguments here. Incredible. Yep, yep. it's been amazing.
1: We'll get more into that game. We'll also, get more into the first five games of Red Raider baseball coming up next. Ben has a play of the day for us. It is Tech Talk here on Double T ninety seven three.
0: It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Happy Wednesday, it's Tech Talk. You've got us on Double T 97 three and Double T 97 three dot com. Clint Scott, choice Woodman, Ben Foreman behind the glass. Take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by happy state bank. Tonight we will have the high school fan zone six o'clock over on 100.7. The score also lady Raider basketball over on one Oh seven seven. Yes. FM. That is a six thirty start. They are in Austin. Uh, trying to turn some things around. I don't know if this is the best place to do it, nor was Waco their last outing. Probably
2: not, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there are no expectations for the Lady Raiders to win tonight. yeah I mean yeah. outside of the the locker room probably so you can play free. play free
1: um, and who knows? Maybe we get another picture of Chuck about to dive over the scoreboard to yeah. uh, clothesline Vic Schaefer. That was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen.
2: I think Chuck should get himself banned from the mood <laughs> uh, by doing something like that tonight. Like you Wreck know. the
1: mood. Yes.
2: Wreck I mean, the mood. I think this is the last. Two of I mean, me. This is most likely the the last uh, meeting for the Red Lady Raiders in in the moody's so might as well i would love to see chuck no no punches just chest bump like friar tuck and robin hood just you know go <laughs> go chest bump <laughs> belly bump um stop
1: hissing in my ear yeah,
2: just just go <laughs> belly bumping on vic Schaefer. i i think that's my request for chuck tonight let uh, will see if he can, can follow i through. uh I referenced that
1: movie a couple nights ago. Did you really? Yeah. Look at that. Somebody uh, was talking about a PJ. I didn't know who they were, and I couldn't help but just go, PJ, I rather like that. (laughs) Great movie
2: reference. Well, Friar Chuck. Yes. There you go. Belly bumping Vic Schaefer. I mean, that movie is great. It's got Roger Miller singing in it. Oh, yeah. Not in Nottingham. And uh, underrated. In the Whistle Song, too. All right. Sorry to everybody. No, it's
1: all right. You were were apologizing to everyone else, not me. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can hit us up there as well. The basketball team doesn't suck again. Ah, the baseball team sucks again. Oh, no. Heavy sarcasm. I would hope so. In there. And they say yes. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, This from Bullfighter. I'm not like the other Jack Wagon on the chat line. (laughs) I think it was sarcasm. But why do these baseball teams leave guys on base? Seems like tech has been plagued by this. How do you fix it? Um, certainly was an issue today.
2: I would say today it was an issue. It seems game to game. I mean, no. I like. I didn't, team think, in I didn't think. I didn't think that
1: coming into today's game about this team again. Small sample size. Four games leading up to today against Oregon State. Um, I don't know.
2: You know, I wouldn't I, label it a problem no, on this one just yet. Th- I would say the two games it was a problem was against Tennessee on Friday night and against. Um, Oregon State today, and the common denominator between those two teams are their top ten teams. <laughs> and also, usually with top ten teams, you have excellent pitching that can get out of jams when, mm-hmm. when you get into jams. Look, good teams, if you want to be a national champion, you're going to have to come through in the clutch. Um, but we're a long way away from talking about those sorts of things. It's, it's a long season. Plus, you're testing out some freshmen. You're testing out different bats um in the lineup, different arms, diff- different things uh going on that you're trying to figure out. It is very much a uh, an observation and information time for Tim Tadlock and company in these first couple of weeks of the season before mm-hmm. you really settle in with a lineup. So I, I don't think I'm ready to to call it a plague bullfighter. Each team's different from year to year. Last year I do think it was a problem at times, but again you it was still a good baseball team you just didn't uh, i think pitching was far more of a problem last year and bullpen issues were far more of a problem and that's an area i think so far i feel better about again you threw eight different guys today mm-hmm. eight different arms um so i and none of it settled you're figuring yeah, yeah. you're figuring things out right now and again yeah i w- wish Texas Tech would have beat Oregon State and one thing you saw with Oregon State was good defense can save you runs and help you out and there was a situation uh in the fourth where texas tech was down six nothing they get it to six to four and two or three fantastic defensive plays where texas tech may have been leading seven to six at that Th- those three defensive plays for oregon state keep texas tech from doing it so um yeah, good teams make good plays. Hopefully Texas Tech can get into that category both on the offensive and defensive side.
1: I will say, not not even to play full devil's advocate, but just for the sake of the conversation, I will say this team is so loaded with bats, uh, and that's something that we've obviously hyped up and been excited about is the offense, something that you also – Expect up and down is the clutch hitting side to answer the clutch pitching side that's not to say that today is a sign that it won't be there um it's more of to say i i don't i don't think that will be the case i think that this will be not even a one-off because you're going to run into it again Mm -hmm. at some point in the season i mean that's just the way the baseball is right is you have so many games you're going to run into this game again, and look at a loss and go, boy, look at all these runners in scoring position that we left or, uh, you know, a handful of scenarios that got away from you offensively. Yeah. But today, that certainly bit
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's that's much of a question. And Oregon State, uh, on the inverse, was really good with runners in scoring position. Mm-hmm. Look, I I think two for 13, I believe, is what Tech finished at. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good number, but I do like the fact that you're getting runners into scoring position, where you've got opportunities 13 different times. Oregon State went four for seven, so they capitalized on their chances. But again, I, I'm not gonna. I said this before. I'm not gonna overreact to to one game. I wouldn't have overreacted if, if Texas Tech was five and zero oh at this point in the season. I would have. Would you? Okay. I'm uh, an overreactor. I'm with, you. Baseball. with with baseball, you can't you <laughs> I'm can't just overreact. Kidding. You're three and two with two losses to top ten teams, and you come back home. And largely, you have been terrible in that building in Arlington, where Tech has really struggled in games there. So coming out with a winning record out of three games, beating two Power Five teams, uh, I was—I think it was a successful trip to Arlington. Would I have liked four and one or five and zero? Oh? Of course, but you, you took care of business uh, in three of your five games and. I'm I'm not upset now you get to come back home and we'll get to see him in in front of our own eyes. Ben, please hit us up with your play of the day. Good sir. Two Oh turned on and hit well towards right. This ball is out of here. Gavin cash with his first home run of the season. It's a two run shot.
1: You talk about this team full of bats or bat loaded there, Clint. We had to, uh, bring in the atm's first run of the season how's that sound for you yeah that was good to see him immediately break his slump because he did not he he probably had the most disappointing and i think i mean from him not like oh we're so disappointed in you gavin cash but uh opening showing
2: uh in in the college showdown where he just obviously struggled at the plate My, my question with gavin at this point is will he be able to hit against good pitching yeah, I mean, is he going to chase a bunch against good pitching? Because that was the problem over the weekend when he faced, faced UT Arlington yesterday. Looked a lot better. So then you go—is that part of that? You know, yeah. is that uh, just because it's UT Arlington? It's UT Arlington. Or? Yeah. So I, I do think he's putting together better at bats than he did early in the weekend. He looked pretty lost at the plate early on, but he's—he's um, he's a guy I'll be honed in on over the next couple of weeks to see if he can break out. Uh, we will. Can
1: we say breakout in the next segment? Do you think we're going to do that? Sure, why
2: not? When
1: we hold it back in. You have to wait here on Double T 97.3 to find out. Red Raider basketball talk when we come back.
0: The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and DoubleT97.3.com. Clint Scott, Choice Woodman, Ben Poorman behind the glass. In the words of Jeff Haxton last night, it was winner, winner, frog leg dinner. What a masterful performance from the Red Raiders there uh, at the end of that game. And really the, the whole time, because at first, Choice, it's Ben, listening. <clears throat> I thought, the uh, the missing Warren Washington piece was gonna play a, a much, I guess a a bigger factor than what it. Now you still would have loved to have played that game, and you would have played better with with him on the court.
2: Don't get oh, me wrong. Oh, I think it played a pretty but, big factor because I was pulling my hair out every time they got an offensive rebound. Sure, over.
1: It it played a factor, but I thought it would play the factor where you would lose that game and it not be as close as it was um, when they started to pull away Um, because you weren't stopping them in the paint very well. Um, And then the offensive rebound issue, I mean, was a problem last night. But Kyron Lindsey, what a game from him. That was crazy because I think he got close to playing his entire minute total last night Um, and he didn't have a perfect performance but I think between what you've seen out of Robert Jennings and now out of him it feels like they have I don't think either of them have played a great game or a good game at the same time I feel like they've kind of alternated Mm -hmm. leaning more towards Robert Jennings he's older he's one who's been taken I say older he's the one who's taken more reps had more time but he didn't play perfect at times. There was still some issues like you saw in Waco to me, like defensively going, what are you doing? And then made up for it with energy plays, big rebounds. I mean, a couple of big buckets. Yeah. What, eight points in the end? Um, I I was
2: shocked, I'll be honest, at how well he played last night. Yeah, I, I think that um, – I think when it comes to Lindsey – I think it is pretty clear to me why he is the third one of yes, the big men. Completely, when agree. I watch him play, it's it's pretty clear. Um, I think shot selection is is lacking at times. I think there's uh, definitely some defensive issues on rotations at times. That being said, he he might be your most most athletic player on your team. He is extremely athletic. He's mm-hmm. got a good twitch to him, um, so you get to see some good. But I. If you've got a fully healthy Warren Washington and Robert Jennings, it's a mad dog hustle wise. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I don't want Kyron Lindsay taking away minutes from those two guys. Mm-hmm. But he has come up and he had some big buckets and he made a really good pass to Pop Isaacs last night. So I was pleasantly surprised with, with some of the plays he was able to make down the stretch. Now, there were a couple plays that he hurt you as well, but, um, he was absolutely part of that comeback. I, I think the comeback was led by Pop Isaacs and Joe Toussaint. But sure. um, Lindsey definitely made some made some plays down the stretch to help you win that basketball game. It's it's more of – because he's, he's not polished at all. And I think
1: that is very, very apparent that Lindsey – there's a reason why – he has not seen very many minutes well, even th- when Cambridge went down originally cuz that what and we go back to those conversations it was like oh okay here's Lindsey it's going to be all these minutes for him and then we were shocked when you know the red shirt uh thought process has burned yeah. and then you don't see much of him and then you start to see more of him now and on one hand you go okay you're going to tell if he was a going to have a good game or you can tell if he's going to be one's you might see yalaho Yul- in this game if, yeah. if Jennings can't Very true. Go. Very true.
0: Um,
1: which – No, and – Go on. Well, it's just on, on one hand, there is some good to come out of this because you are going to need that type of depth at some point in an important part of the season, even yeah. though there's limited time left, but you're getting to the most important parts of your season. I mean, and last still, night. Yeah, yeah, last night A Huge won. game. Right there. Um, who knows with Washington? Yeah. You know – how much he'll be able to go when he does come back at first, um, and then you still have that. I guess I'm I'm more calm in my thinking about okay when you get to the tournament. If Washington, we've kind of been waiting for that game for Washington to get into quick foul trouble, yeah. And you go okay, you gotta go Jennings, or or you gotta go Lindsey now, um, and it's still Jennings first, but you feel, at least to me, a little bit better if you do have to go to that.
2: Yeah, and, and honestly, I mean, there probably moments earlier in the season that Lindsey would have been in if you didn't have attitude issues or, or selfishness issues. I mean, obviously the, the picture he tweets out with the, the jersey and that sort of thing. Like, there's obviously some other problems behind the scenes there, um, mm-hmm. but hopefully that's all worked through. Hopefully some of the maturity is – is gained, and and maybe you see um, him continue to make plays for you down the stretch. Again, if you could give me Warren Washington healthy back tomorrow, yes, I want that immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying, hey, let's get him some more minutes if we can, even if you know Washington's good to go. Why don't we just sit him out this game, let the young bucks go a little more, but give it, him some reps. Yeah, but it could have been way worse um, without Washington last night and, and guys stepped up. And, and, heck, Pop Isaacs has another bad shooting night from the field. Mm-hmm. But he's able to go make plays for you and get to the free throw line and find a way when you needed him to. And and the pass he made to Darian Williams might been the might have been the play of the game. So for for Pop Isaacs, what is this? The fifth bad shooting game in a row? It somewhere around like that number. It's it's well into slump territory. Yeah.
1: Last night was the first game of that slump that I felt like he made the decision of okay, hey, well, I'm going to do everything else right certainly in the second half whenever you needed him to Um, and I think I agree it was him and Joe Toussaint that led that charge Um, but Pop Isaacs made a concentrated effort to look for teammates to find a good shot for someone else in the second half be aggressive and going into the paint when he needed to um, I thought he did a lot better job of looking to score and not to be fouled when he went in or to find someone else who could score because that's something else that I feel like he yep. hasn't done a very good job of in the slump. And I get it all rolls together when you're when you're trying to figure stuff out, especially at this point in the season. But, yeah, Pop Isaacs, huge last night without shooting the ball. Well, yep. it's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3.
0: It's every Red Raider's favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: We are live from the First United Bank Studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806-771-0973. Uh, You can also hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, thoughts, comments. Also get your questions in for Ask Tech Talk. We'll do that at 545 as we do every day. That is also brought to you by Visual Edge IT. Take us anywhere with a mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. You can also stream us on Fox 34 News now and on YouTube if you would like to see our, I'd say, bright and shining smiles, but I'm going to say bright and shiny bald spots since we both have the little circle thing going on. I didn't know
2: I had this until today.
1: Really? Mine's more pronounced. I'm just taller.
2: It's harder can to see. <laughs> pronounced bald spot. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Can that be sired by pronounced cleavage of last <laughs> year's <laughs> last year's race? That horse disappointed quite a bit. <laughs> yeah,
1: it did. It sure did. Uh, hey, you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Tyler. Tyler problem is we play cupcakes the next two weeks need to be 10 and two when Tejas comes to town.
2: I would probably predict you are Mm -hmm. 10 and two, uh, Texas Southern has not given Texas tech much of a, a fight at all in the last few years that you played them on and off. Uh, Gardner Webb shouldn't, uh, it's baseball. So you run into a good starting pitcher. Anything can happen. Um, and that's why you don't panic over it. You got the road trip to Albuquerque before Texas, and that's the one where you never know what's going to happen. Usually, extremely offensive games there in in Albuquerque. So uh, if so, you got seven games until you play Texas. Wow, that's crazy. Conference play gets mm-hmm. here so quick. Um, at minimum, you need to be six and one during that stretch. I would agree with that. Uh, buddy not having Washington
1: played a pretty big factor. Well, okay. I worded that wrong. I thought it was going to play... He called you buddy. Buddy. Guy. Come on, pal, pal. Friend. Champ. I thought it was going to play a factor to the point of you getting beat and it not being... Maybe not like, not like a 15-point loss, but I thought that game was going to get out of hand and it was because you couldn't do anything uh to keep them off the glass
2: and you couldn't stop them in the paint. All right, can I can I gripe for just like half a minute? Gripe away. Why do we not block out anymore? I get it. I get that these guys are not short white guys like me and they can jump out of the gym most of them, but when you know that the other team is one of the better rebounding teams in the conference, when you know that the plan is you got to keep these guys off the glass. They don't shoot it that well, but they get a lot of second-chance opportunities. Like, is there not a more concerted effort to put your butt on someone? I mean, we saw that over and over. It looked like a, a tech guy was going to to reach up and grab a rebound and then right over the top of them just because they're jumping straight up and down.
1: It, it, I don't even think, like, this is a get-off-my-lawn take because I'm, I'm here with you, dude. It is, it is something that I have seen, and I'm sure – you probably feel the same way slowly develop in the game of basketball over the past, I don't know, six or seven years, which really stood out. And it's gotten to a point where, and especially in the big 12 and you have to match the other team's physicality. And part of that is contact, right? Like this isn't us inventing something new in the game of basketball. It's something that has been important since basketball has been played. Sure. Um, And I, I don't think that that's just a, a Texas Tech thing. I think, no, I think I think you see the tendency to lean on your athletic ability and not doing the work to get there
2: first. Well, I feel like it's almost an uncool thing to, to, mm-hmm. to block out. I, I I don't know. I just I get frustrated when I watch it, especially early in the game when you're not getting rebounds and then you don't see an adjustment. Like, hey, get your butt on someone, get them out of there. And then one of us will go get the rebound. And what do we know about the Big 12, about how it's been officiated, especially this year? They have let you play physical. You need to be physical. Extremely physical this year. Actually, and maybe this is the bias of having a home game because, you know, I probably wouldn't say this about anybody on the road. That was one of the better officiated games I think I've seen in the Big 12 this year. Didn't have just a ton of gripes overall Mm -hmm. in the game. There was, of course, like any basketball game, disagreements here and there but i thought that was one of the more veteran crews you've had too there's been a big influx and they this is not hidden anywhere but a big influx of new people in the conference new Mm -hmm. new officials in the conference because you've added teams one so there's more games but also um because there's several guys that retired last year quite a few quite a few officials retired last year and you had a very, very veteran crew last night, and I think it, it showed, because I, I think it was pretty consistent officiating. That was a compliment for officials. You can write that down. Kind of shocked. February twenty first. Save that in your brains, people. It's a miracle. Oh, the one thing you could officiate, like everybody. Get Jamie Dixon off the court. Oh Someone, God. somewhere. I mean in the Big Twelve office. There was
1: there was a point in time last night where I went, they have six on the court getting Goodness. back on defense. Oh, it's Jamie Dixon. Yes. Let him shoot a three. Let's lean into it. He's literally it. on the three point he's, line. He's spotting up at this point. Hmm. He's not the only one, by the way, but he is the worst offender of it. And by they just far. let it go.
0: By far. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Time for the juice. Thank you for joining us. Some headlines, and we'll start with what went down last night at the USA. Usa. The Red Raiders rallied for a win over the TCU Horn Frogs. Down 10 points with about seven minutes to play. They came roaring back. Uh, Ultimately, went at 82 81. Played a little free throw game there at the end. Joe Toussaint, clutch. Pop Isaacs, clutch. Uh, Let's see, Darian Williams, Joe Toussaint, Curran Walton, all ending with 14 points. Pop Isaacs went for 19. Um, and, again, the biggest thing with him is I think he go, he it's huge that he goes for 19. He facilitates well in the fast break, facilitates uh, in the half-court offense. But, again, he did not have a good shooting night, but he found a way to be effective in
2: this one, and you absolutely needed him to. Yeah, um, I, I think that's – this was the perfect example of finding a way to win, it, win a basketball game. Mm-hmm. It felt like TCU outmanned you a lot last night. It felt like they outplayed you at times uh, in terms of just playing better basketball, but you still scratched and clawed your way back into it, made plays down the stretch, and uh, loved to see that. And very importantly, you protected home court. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you want to be in conversation to win this league – you can really only lose one home game. That's, that's basically – because Iowa State, probably not going to lose a home game this year. Houston, probably not going to lose a home game this year. Those two teams are who you're fighting the most. Kansas, again, probably not going to lose a home game. Mm-hmm. So that one that you had against Cincinnati has to be your only one if you're still going to stay in the in the Big 12 hunt. And now you look ahead and say, once again, every game left on your schedule is a winnable basketball game. So –
1: and your hope, I mean, you're still waiting for Warren Washington to, to get back and be at full force too. So, yeah. I mean, getting – You hope that getting, happens soon. Yeah, you hope that happens soon. But, that, like, getting that done, again, I think, you know, a, a really, really good performance from Kyron Lindsey um, to add into that. And then, you know, I don't, I don't think Robert Jennings was bad by any means, but between the two, tip of the cap to me goes to Lindsey. Not that you have to do that. You don't want them to fight or anything. But <laughs> um, you needed it. and yeah. uh he didn't play perfectly. Uh, again, I think he showed you and has shown you why the minutes have not been there. But at the same time, you saw him last night take a significant step forward, much like I think you've seen Robert Jennings take some steps forward, especially over the past month of basketball. Sure. Uh, Red Raider baseball, couple different results. Yesterday, pounded UTA 13-1, to uh, got four strong innings from the freshman, Brady Trombello. What would you think of him?
2: Uh, I thought it was impressive to see what what he did He was kind of the surprise guy of the weekend or we week, you know mm-hmm. of the five games for me um, he was you know when we were going through all of our okay who could start this or who's who's where Trimbella was not high on the list uh, for what I gathered but ends up starting your Tuesday game and did very well in that role so uh, obviously pitching it well and may work his way into an even bigger role, or he may be your your go-to guy in the midweek. Uh, either way, it was good to see his effort. And then, obviously, the Bats wake up and had a pretty good night uh, against UT Arlington as well.
1: And Gavin Cash gets his first home run of the year. It was a two-run shot. Uh, but, yeah, the offense was rolling against them. However,
2: <laughs>
1: however, you did play a game today as well, did not go your way against Oregon State. That is a top-ten team. You fall ten to four, yeah uh, it was the runners and scoring position that got you offensively two for thirteen. Um, situational hitting that leaned towards the the beavers pitching.
2: yeah, yeah, I think that uh you look at Oregon State, they saved some runs, saved some hits, really um, good defense. defensively, mm-hmm. and that was that was part of the story to the game. Uh, a few that sneaked through against other baseball teams. You would have had some better situational hitting, um, so that number would have been a little better if they didn't make some some Center top ten plays. So they get, they deserve some of that credit because um, I mean, Tech out hit Oregon State and loses the game ten to four. The other part, on the flip side, the story is just too many free passes. I think yeah. Tech did a pretty good job uh, through the first four games of not giving out free passes. Today, that wasn't the story, and and Oregon State uh, took advantage. When you, when you walked people or or hit them with a pitch, yeah, you walked eight batters today. They did walk seven,
1: but again, this goes into your own runners scoring yeah, they, they and scoring position. Yeah, they took and advantage on base. Tech
2: didn't, um, but three and two after five games in Arlington. Yeah, and and breaking it down more individually, I there's some some players I've been very impressed with through the first few games. Damian Bravo maybe at the top of that. Double list. Damian love what we've seen from him and it's obvious why he's forced him his way into that left field starting spot um and then tj Pom- Pompey pompy uh looks the part man yeah we we heard about it saw a little bit in the spring and the fall and he's he's lived up to the hype so far um he's he's gonna be a very nice piece for the red raiders i think some of the other chips will fall um that you expect like bazell and cash and austin green's hit very well too mm-hmm. I, I really like what he's given I you. he he had a, a great trip to arlington yeah he, really, he also made some real nice plays out in the outfield yeah yeah green washburn bravo several guys that ha- had good trips yeah you know, it's five games into the season so a lot of baseball still to be played and a lot to still sort through over the next few weeks before you get to conference play
1: Coming up at 6:30 tonight over on 107.7 Yes FM, it is Lady Raider basketball. They are at Texas, trying to uh, halt a losing skid they're currently on. It's going to be uh, tough against the, the Longhorns. They're coming in 24 and three overall, 11 and three in conference play. Well, I believe ranked fifth. Yes, there you go. And that is the juice. Uh, this on the eighth Flooring Center chat line. Yes, Washington being out is going to pay dividends in the tournament. But I think, yeah, I think there's something to that for sure.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I think the minutes. That you don't want them any... to
1: be out to find, it, find out. But... No, but,
2: yeah, if, if you end up having to use other guys in big moments in the tournament, I think this experience is crucial, especially playing the teams that they've gone up against.
0: This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T dot com.